welcome back to the Let's Call It Nothing podcast, where we discuss all things fangirl. I was all alone. It just gets worse and worse. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you want to hear what happened? <laughs> I really do. I looked through the notes and I noticed that I didn't put an N on Lucian. And so... Lucy? Uh, yeah, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> I was writing the N down as you said fangirl. Yeah, that wasn't me. Shockingly, that wasn't <laughs> me. That was you. Yeah, it was all me. I accept You're it. the problem this time. Uh, hi, I'm the problem. <laughs> it's me. Anyway, we are back discussing ACA War. Yes, I'm going to start using the acronym ACA War. Yep. Uh, what happened last time? Stuff. Lucian was shocked by Valeris. Um, he still hasn't seen his mate Elaine yet. We haven't seen her. He hasn't seen her. He cares more than I do, though. Yeah, he does. <laughs> if you haven't noticed, we don't care about Elaine ever. <laughs> And <laughs> in one of our earlier episodes of the podcast two years ago, I did like a, what, what characters would you fight? Elaine was on my list. <laughs> I was like, she does nothing. We're hoping if she's in the next book, she gets a redemption arc of sorts. But like a reverse redemption arc. Like just give her substance. How about that? Dark Elaine. Come on. No, I could see it. All Lucian cares about is seeing Elaine. They got back to the night court after being in spring court for all the other parts. Uh huh. To darkness they went. Yep. Met up with the inner circle, saw what all was happening there. Reese and Farah have found each other again. They found a lot of each other too. Yeah. Um, Keep in mind, I have a mate count and we are going to talk about it at the end of the episode. But a majority of the, the times that mate has said has increased significantly well they weren't gonna say it as much when they weren't together <laughs> they have to remind each other they have to say it to each other it's like their pet names a lot yeah there was a drinking game that was like take a shot every time he's in favor no, that's just not healthy okay <laughs> you will become an alcoholic by the end of <laughs> that's the- horrible yeah <laughs> especially with the tallies i saw you have yeah so um keep i would mind. be on the floor yeah in my grave. These yeah. these first three episodes. That's all that was. Yeah. Impending war. Yes, they're they're no longer that. impending. That's why the the acronym is Echo yeah. War. Echo War. Well, it's Echo War. I wonder if she like came up with that. She must have because she I'm had sh- to have because wings and ruin. Those are just words. Yeah. But <laughs> knowing that there was going to be an acronym because it's a long ass title. Yeah. And having it be Echo War. Genius. I mean. All of the acronyms, except for like the novella and then Silver Flames, those don't work. Acosafin <laughs> or Acofast and <laughs> That's why, like Silver Flames, you can just call Silver Flames. Yeah, she she knew what she was doing. I had another point to make. Oh, so Feyre hasn't yet told him about all the happenings in the Spring Court and everything yet because they decided to get sexy first. Yeah. I mean, so. they, they, they brushed over it first. Yeah. They did. They, they talked about yeah. it a little bit. Um, it's a slow dive into the story, y'all, yeah. into the plot. Mm-hmm. Very slow for some of us. Yeah. Okay, so we're picking up on chapter 15. Vera went downstairs to find Cassian and Azrael watching Lucian like a hawk. They just standing there staring at him. <laughs> on guard. Yeah. She was bothered by the fact Lucian didn't have a spare change of clothes. Farah thought of getting him fresh clothes when Reese walked in. The second Lucian saw Reese beside Farah, his lip curled in disgust. 
Reese vaguely threatened Lucian. Farah was hit with a wave of concern over her once good friend. Reese backed off, saying he understood Lucian's concern over Elaine being safe here in the night court. However, Elaine was free to do whatever she wished. When Lucian didn't speak, Reese continued, explaining that he had been in love with Farah far before she was in love with him. He's just like, before we go any further, mm-hmm. I gotta tell you our story. Like, real quick. Within uh-huh. what you know, it's not true. Yeah. Also, Which, good move. Lucian is disgusted, not necessarily at Farah, but Reese takes it as at Farah mm-hmm. because they're wearing their wedding, their mating rings or wedding mm-hmm. rings or however you want to say it now. Which, yeah, I guess like for Lucian, okay, you know this girl and then you know her with your best friend mm-hmm. who's also in charge of you, different power dynamic, whatever. Yeah. And like they're together, whatever. She goes off. I'm just giving a recap of the whole series, but just like as Lucian, yeah, as she Lucian. goes off, and you're just like Tamlin to the enemy, yeah, to the enemy's lands. You know, well, I'm talking about when she just like goes off back uh-huh. home. Mm-hmm. She is sent home, and like Lucian knows about this plan all the time, and she's like, and he's like Tamlin. Oh my gosh, blah blah blah. And then they end up in the enemy's hands, and she ends up saving the day and becoming a fairy. Mm-hmm. And then comes to live with them. And they're like kind of friends, buddy-buddy. She keeps on having to go to the night court whenever she and his friend don't get married. And he's like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And then she just like disappears mm-hmm. and becomes a part of the night court. But then, you know, Highburn happens. Mm-hmm. And there's all these inner workings and legions like, Tamlin, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> but he just has to go with it because yeah. of everything Tamlin's done for him. And then everything happens. They're at Highburn. Feyre is with the Night Court, with the enemy. And he's like, oh, my gosh, what the heck? I thought we were friends. Mm-hmm. But then she's all like, oh, Reese did this to me and this and this and this. And also Elaine is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my gosh, what in the world? And then, you know, she ends up manipulating further. And he's just like him being disgusted mm-hmm. and like seeing, you know, someone you thought you knew. Mm-hmm being someone entirely different and seeing like further proof of Mm -hmm. just like how big this game was that she was playing Mm -hmm. but he also knows that they're mates Mm -hmm. like he's well aware that her and reese are mates and yet he just it i don't know i guess it never registered until now that they're lovey-dovey and in front yeah he's i mean they also probably have the the sex afterglow yeah, kind and of the thing. scent, because yeah. you can smell that apparently in this world. Lucian told Reese that it was so great that Reese got what he wanted. He got the girl, he got the, the lands, the kingdom, whatever. He he has friends. Actual good friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Reese said he thought Feyre and him were mates long before he knew Feyre was even involved with Tamlin. When he discovered that she was happy, he had been willing to let her go. And that's at the end of Akotar when we see that scene. And mm-hmm. that was whenever he realized they were mates as well. But he decided to no, let her go. He knew they were mates. He he thought they were mates upon their first meeting. But he couldn't bring himself to say that. And so that's why he said, I knew I thought we were mates long before I knew she mm-hmm. was with Tamlin. Long before. Because... That was like months before he found out that they were. But it was a like couple. it clicked. Yeah. In that moment at the end of Akotar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucian pointed out that Reese had stolen her on Feyre and Tamlin's wedding day. Feyre piped in, hello, saying she was planning on calling the wedding off anyway. Then Reese said that he would never forget the terror 
when Tamlin tore apart the study or locked her in that house. And I didn't add this into the notes, but like apparently Reese had not told Cassian or Asriel about mm-hmm. this at all because they were like, wait, what? Like they didn't say yeah. anything, but they were like pissed and you could see it on their faces. Mm-hmm. He kept going saying Lucian should be understanding considering he now found himself in a similar situation with Elaine. Reese insisted that if Lucian looked at Feyre again with disgust, he would not hesitate to rip out his throat. Lucian just noted there appeared to be a longer story. He doesn't ask. He just states, I guess there's more to this than I ever thought there was. Okay. Everyone seemed to calm down after that. Feyre informed Lucian she was going to see her sisters and asked if he would like to go. Lucian nodded and Cassian flew him to the house of Wynne while Feyre flew with Reese. After they arrived, Lucian simply told Vera he was shocked by this. Vera said Valeris was still healing from the attack. Lucian told her that he meant he was shocked by Reese in the night court. Vera went on to tell him the entire story. Like who all she, you know, like what all she had learned while she was at the night mm-hmm. court, everything she would call people in mm-hmm. to talk about their side of the story. At this point, like there is some trust there Mm -hmm. i I think we can see that throughout his time being in uh the night court so far in Mm -hmm. valeris so far that she has entrusted him with a lot and she's really looking out for him so as quoted amron is a bedtime story they told us as younglings to make us behave amron was who would drink my blood and carry me to hell if i acted out of line and yet there she was acting more like a cranky old aunt than anything is that lucian saying that yeah okay Feyre wanted to see her sisters first, so Lucian insisted she come and get him when Lillian was ready. Feyre walked in, finding Nesta curled in an armchair reading a book. Me. Feyre knew that she looked beautiful as a human, but devastating as a fae. She wondered if Cassian thought the same thing, as he stood next to her, his eyes on Nesta. Nesta only said to Feyre, you're back. Because that's Nesta for you. Yep. Then Nesta turned to Cassian, quipping a snarky ro- comment Feyre told nesta that she was glad she hadn't completely changed nesta asked if she could get back to her book now reese brushed Feyre's hand for reassurance cassian walked over grabbing nesta's book saying i had pegged you for a romance reader we found out but find out much later on what kind of books nesta's into and i love it yeah <laughs> and it makes this so much more funnier we she just, just read smuts in there smut, like <laughs> It makes it so much more fun. I'm surprised Cassian's not like, whoa. Well, just keep reading because it. Nesta glared at him as he thumbed through the book. Okay. Yeah. Telling Feyre that she hadn't missed much while she was destroying the enemy. Because he's just like, I'll put that in notes for later. Like, <laughs> Nesta- I just think it's funny. <laughs> Nesta asked if Feyre had really destroyed them. Feyre told her that sh- they would have to see how everything played out. But Yes. When Nesta asked what Feyre was doing there, Feyre said she wanted to see her and Elaine. Nesta was, of course, bitter about being Faye. Nesta told Feyre she should be worried about Elaine. She was not eating or sleeping or even leaving her room. Feyre told her that Elaine's mate was there, which was apparently the wrong thing to say to Nesta. I don't know why we're shocked by that. Yeah, because Lucian's first words to Elaine is, you are my maid, and Nesta... Nesta went off. Nesta said, oh, no, you are not. (laughs) We don't do that. Nesta started to utter a threat, but Cassian interrupted her, saying she couldn't really do anything because she wouldn't talk about her powers and she refused to train with them. 
what you gonna do about it now, Stella? Yeah. What you gonna do? I love Cassie and calling <laughs> her out. Nesta said she had already insisted that he stay away from her. Then Cassian interrupts her again. You come between a male and his mate, Nesta Archeron, and you're going to learn about the consequences the hard way. Feyre cut in, telling Nesta that if Lane didn't want to see Lucian, then she would honor Lane's wishes. But she wanted to tell Elaine this on his behalf. Nesta sa- stated that he, Lucian, sold them out to Highburn. Feyre insisted it was more complicated than that. They agreed to disagree, as they always do, and Feyre left the room. Before she fully exited, though, she noticed Cassian looking at Nesta with sorrow and longing. And honestly, I probably could go into more detail about uh, what happens from this point on in this chapter, but I really can't find anybody that gives two about Elaine other than the Archeron <laughs> sisters and Lucian. There's so. some people who do. Oh, I'm sorry. Asriel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're not there yet. <laughs> They're buddies. Um, yeah, Elaine sat in oh, some weird depressive zombie state talking about wanting to go home and how she was supposed to get married in a week. Vera felt terrible and couldn't even ask her about Lucian. Elaine's just one of those characters that's like, oh, she has no flaws. She's so perfect. But I'm like, she has so many flaws. The main one being... She's annoying. She's annoying. Yeah. (laughs) And like, doesn't have a character. Yeah. And that's what bugs me the most about characters. Actually, people, too, when they are fawned over. And I'm like, but why? Mm -hmm. What is so just enamoring about them? Yeah. Maybe that's just me and my complex I have going on. Yeah. Chapter 16. They showed Lucian to his living quarters in the House of Wind. Vera told him that he is not allowed to go to her sister's floor of the house. They insist he not speak to the sisters unless asking first for permission. As Vera was leaving, Lucian said thank you. She didn't have the nerve to ask him for what. Vera, Reese, and Cassian departed to meet at Amarin's apartment where the rest of the inner circle waited. When they arrived, they could already tell Amarin was in a bad mood by more in Azriel's faces and the distance they kept from the female. Amarin told Reese he should just kill Baron and the other sons and make the pretty one Lucian. Hi, Lord. Amarin and Lucian? <laughs> they have like this weird dynamic right now where they're just like, Kind of, you know, just like, you go, do your thing. Yeah, like vibing. And they're like, <laughs> I vibe with them. They're like, root for each other. Reese promised to keep that in mind. Because <laughs> she's just like, like, it's the first thing out of her mouth, too. He's like, I'll think about it. I'll remember that. Farrah asked if it was a bad idea to leave her sisters and Lucian in the same house together. Cassian told Farrah that he gave it an hour before Lucian knocked on Elaine's door. More said, more like 30 minutes. I'm telling you, they're messy. They're making bets. They, they really are. Farrah thought Nesta was likely guarding Elaine's door and would probably kill him if he tried to touch Elaine. Cassie and Grubble, <laughs> not without training, she won't. He will not stop with this training thing. Farrah asked how often he went to the House of Wind. Cassian said every other day, and today's conversation between him and Nesta was the pleasanter version of their usual conversation. <laughs> Moore and Asriel were trying not to speak on it. <laughs> They're just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't, don't look at this, Pharaoh. And I love how 
I don't know what they're trying to keep secret from each other. Like, yeah. they, nobody knows, but everybody knows. Probably just, like, Cassie and afterwards just, like, ranting and raving about Nesta. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, he's obsessed with her. Yeah. Oh, no. Cassian told Farah, I don't blame her. She was violated. Her body stopped being holy to her. He went on to say that he was going to peel Hobburn's skin off for it. Reese kept antagonizing him to get the pent-up rage out of Cassian. Amron asked why Reese had brought everyone to her house. She calls them all busybodies. Like mm-hmm. Every time she mm-hmm. refers to them, the busybodies. And she's not wrong. <laughs> they discussed Tyburn's plans. The armies the twins mentioned were too powerful for just them to fight. Farrah suggested using Draken and Miriam's army. Reese said they had vanished. <laughs> He explained that the island they lived on had held an item made by the cauldron. Miriam had been mortally wounded during the last battle, and Draken used the object to turn Miriam mortal. Immortal. Immortal. The king of Hybern probably promised Jurian that he would take him to their island where Jurian could kill them. This meant they might have left in a hurry to avoid them. They'd been infiltrating the continent to spread truth and lies enough to keep them at odds with each other. They discussed whether to get Farrah's sisters involved, but Farrah refused this notion. Amron insisted she was acting like Tamlin, mm. which is a blow to the gut. Yep. Moore got pissed at Amron for saying this. After a little bit, Farrah agreed with Amron, but she would only ask her sisters. Reese told them that he planned to call a meeting for all the High Lords of Prithian to discuss this war with Hybern in two weeks. Reese said it was time to see who stood with them and tell the consequences if they were against them. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so I don't know if I've mentioned it before. I might have. Um, if not, you if so, you can take this out. But I told Caitlin this morning that I think it would be cool to see a prequel with Miriam and Draken mm-hmm. and their love story and just all that was going on during the war. And Jurian, because he's involved too. I think that would be really good but that I might just be, would that might just be me i was i was spitballing this morning to caitlin and she <laughs> i just don't like prequels especially when i already know what's gonna happen yeah that's why i threw in that other love interest story i don't think it'd work out though no it probably wouldn't i'll find i'll think of something else though <laughs> don't you worry. don't like mine you just throw them out the window <laughs> I'm like, I want a thruple. <laughs> I want Elaine and this person. I'm sorry. <laughs> Make it toxic. <laughs> That's the problem. It's toxic. But like, it doesn't have to be that toxic in the end. Are we saying that these other relationships weren't toxic at some point? Well, I'm just saying that's a l- awkward family Christmas and that's the Ferris birthday party. <laughs> They gotta get past it somehow. Speaking of which, that's gonna be especially awkward that he didn't know that the solstice was her birthday. Yeah, exactly. I am ready. Messy. I love messy too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You said it's, oh, it's gonna be awkward when he figures out the solstice was her birthday. I'm like, no, it's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> Give it to me. I've definitely mentioned those two as a possible couple before. But I'm not going to say it again. Chapter 17. Everyone dressed for dinner. 
Vera liked Cassian Taker since he needed to exercise his wings more. She asked what Cassian thinks about Nesta helping to mend the wall like discussed in the meeting. Quoted from the book. Hazel eyes shot to me, fierce and clear. Yes, not only for our sakes, but she needs to get out of the house. She needs to... Cassian's wings kept up a steady, booming beat, the new sections only detectable by their lack of scarring. She'll destroy herself if she stays cooped up in there. My chest tightened. Do... I thought through my words. The day she was changed, she... I felt something different with her. I... Fought against the tensing in my muscles as I recalled those moments, the screaming and the blood and the nausea as I watched my sisters taken against their will as I could do nothing as we, I swallowed down the fear, the guilt. It was like everything she was, that steel and fire, it became magnified, cataclysmic, like looking at a house cat and suddenly finding a panther standing there instead. I shook my head as if it would clear away the memory of the predator, the rage shimmering in those blue-gray eyes. I will never forget those moments, Cassian said quietly, scenting or sensing the memories wreaking havoc on me as long as I live. Have you seen any glimpse of it since? Nothing. The house loomed golden lights at the walls of windows and doorways beckoning us closer. But I can feel it. Sometimes, he added a bit ruefully, usually when she's pissed at me, which is most of the time. Why? They'd always been at each other's throats, but this... Yes, the dynamic between them had been different earlier, sharper. Cassian shook his dark hair out of his eyes, slightly longer than the last time I'd seen it. I don't think Nesta will ever forgive me for what happened in Highburn, to her, but mostly to Elaine. Your wings were shredded, you were barely alive. For that was guilt, raging and poisonous in each of Cassian's words. What the others had been fighting against in the loft, you were in no position to save anyone. I made her a promise. The wind ruffled Cassian's hair as he squinted at the sky. And when it mattered, I didn't keep it. I still dreamed of him trying to crawl toward her, reaching for her even in the semi-unconscious state the pain and blood loss had thrown him into. His reason had once done for me during those last moments with Amarantha. Perhaps only a few wing beats separated us from the broad landing veranda, but I asked, Why do you bother, Cassian? His hazel eyes shuddered as we smoothly landed, and I thought he wouldn't answer, especially not as we heard the others already in the dining room beyond the veranda, especially not when Reese gracefully landed beside us and strode in ahead with a wink. But Cassian said quietly as we headed for the dining room, because I can't stay away. (laughs) Oh, Cassian. I do like, I feel like Cassian's character in this book, you're already like seeing Mm -hmm. a little bit more of it. Yeah, you are. Because he's kind of like goofy, but war general Mm -hmm. before. And now it's like, he really cares about people. Nesta. Nesta? But like, you don't really know fully why. I mean, he talks about a little bit here, but he just can't stay away. Yeah, he can't. Feyre immediately went to Lucian while her friends got into the wine. She offered to take him on a tour of Alaris tomorrow. Feyre was surprised to see Nesta come down for dinner. When Cassian saw Nesta, he looked like he had been punched in the gut. More sauntering over sauntered over, telling Nesta she loved her dress and talked about going shopping. Nesta instead made a rude comment. Mm -hmm. Nesta does what, as they wrote, any bad bitch in prison would do. She walked up to the meanest, most dangerous one of them all, Amran. She's like, more? No. (laughs) Nesta asked Amran why her eyes glowed. Amran just said no one had ever asked her that before. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> Amarin then explained it was the only part of her that she couldn't conceal with the spell. That part, though, it's like, the I read it, and I was like, oh, she's like, no one's ever asked me that before. But instead, I was like, no one's ever asked me that before because they know not to. <laughs> I was like, that sounds more like Amarin. Yeah. These little busybodies are too <laughs> scared. Yeah, the weird friendship between Nesta and Amran. It is weird. <laughs> and you don't know how to feel about it? Farrah doesn't know how to feel mm-hmm. about it? They sat down for dinner, and Farrah told Lucian that he would get used to the informality. And I said once again, the contrast of, you know, how things are done in the spring court versus here. And that was once again with Farrah, whenever she first arrived in Akamath, how she saw, like, oh, these aren't just, like, people who work for Reese. They are his friends, his family. And Lucian's noticing that, too. He's like, okay, we're all just goofing off and drinking right now. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Reese told Farrah she acted like it was a bad thing. And then they bantered during this dinner. Reese explained to Lucian that he was meeting the other High Lords. Lucian, however, said he might not want Baron to find out about Farrah's powers. Farrah said he might already know. Lucian suggested that Azrael spy on Baron. This is the part they read this morning. Should be fresh. <laughs> Should be fresh. Chapter 18. The inner circle planned to go to the Court of Nightmares. When Nesta inquired exactly what that was, Lucian explained that it was what everyone thought, everyone outside of the Night Court thought Reese's seat of power was. Where they thought it was, what they thought it was, sure. Reese told the inner circle that they would be going to the Court of Nightmares for a meeting with Cure. And I was right about how to say yes, that, evidently. she was. In order to discuss bringing the Darkbringer Legion into the army. War and Reese did not disagree on, or did not agree on this at yeah. all. Um, War was a little upset. Yeah. And she was very much like, Cure's not going to help. Her mm-hmm. father's not going to help. It's not going to work. And then they're having this fight back and forth. Suddenly, Vera announced that she wanted to learn how to fly. Yeah. <laughs> to ease the tension, you Just know? randomly. Um, Asriel insisted that he would be the best to teach her because he had to learn how to fly later in life, unlike Reese and Cassian, who've been doing it since they were itty-bitty babies. Mm-hmm. Yes. It says, remind everyone uh, of yes. his tragic Remember, Asriel has a tragic backstory. <laughs> remind everyone of it, Peyton. <laughs> His mom was, what were they called? A wraith? It wasn't a wraith. It was something like it, though. His mom was not Hafe. I love how you look at me like I will give you any answers. (laughs) The answers I do give are wrong, evidently. His mom was not Hafe, and um, he was, his dad was pretty, I think he was a prominent, like, war Mm -hmm. lord. Like a war camp lord. And uh, he had him locked in the basement for a good while. Mm Mm-hmm. So he didn't learn how to fly until he's like 15. Tragic backstory. <laughs> he has all these scars too, but you yeah. know. Oh yeah, his brothers like burnt him mm-hmm. really, really bad. He sings to shadows sometimes. Yeah, sure. I think that's part of like his mom's abilities. I don't know. I mean, he just got so lonely <laughs> that he conjured up this power. <laughs> Nesta told the group that if they killed Hybern and the human queens, then she would be willing to help fix the wall and go to Hewn City train. Farrah said that she would need to attend the High Lord's meeting to tell her story of the cauldron in order to convince them to in- assist in the war. Mm-hmm. Nesta flat out refused this request. She's all like, that's my story. I'm not going to tell it to those people, those fae. Yeah. They wouldn't have helped me if I'm human. Mm-hmm. Why would they help me now? 
Reese and Farah went on a stroll after dinner. Well, just like little casual moments thrown in there. Yeah. Just Reese tiptoed. And her spark back after. <laughs> We've been gone for a while. And even before that, we weren't together for that long. So, but we're mates. So that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. We and we're let not going to let you forget yeah. it. <laughs> Reese tiptoed around his ill feelings toward her sister, Nesta. And Pharaoh apologized for snapping at him in front of the others. This conversation, I was like, this is supposed to show good communication, but it just shows that both of you don't want to make the other angry. Yeah. Pharaoh insisted that she wanted to remain a united front in public. They should only communicate their disagreements mentally through the bond. Like, that's not easy to read. Yum. (laughs) Just like them staring at each other. Just like, you do it. No, you do it. No, no, we are going to do this. Reese argued that in front of the family, she should still call him out because it's fun. Vera asked what role she would play now in front of the Court of Nightmares. Reese said it was up for her to decide. So if you remember the last time we went down there, she was the role of Reese's whore. whore. <laughs> Which Reese cringed to think about. Yeah. But now, like, she's high lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She would also need to decide what role she would play for the High Lord's meeting. Reese warned her that every High Lord would be invited. They delved into their long list of enemies, such as Tamlin, Baron, Tarquin. Yep. All the end names. All the end names. Reese told Vera that there would be a ceasefire spell at the meeting, so no one would be able to fight. Sure. <laughs> Vera asked if he enjoyed playing all these games. Reese told her sometimes he did, but not right now when the stakes were too high. In this moment, he meant her. Vera told Reese that she would be fighting for them in their future. As they walked, Reese looked over at the restaurant they had gone to months ago when Vera first arrived. Reese told her that it was the first time she looked peaceful, that she was finally alive again. Vera asked if they could walk to the rainbow. She told him, that he and his city is what woke her up. How sweet. So sweet, so sweet, so sweet. Mm-hmm. Chapter 19. As Farah trained with Cassian, she could tell he was upset. She probed him, first mentioning Nesta, to which Cassian insisted not everything was about Nesta. He finally said that what went down with Hybron would have been different if they had known about her being High Lady. Farah questioned what was so different about her being just Reese's mate versus his high lady. Cassian explained he would have fought for Farah regardless, but if he had known the truth, he and the others wouldn't have put her in such a dangerous position to begin with. Maybe that's why Reese wanted to keep it a secret. It would have changed your focus. This is between you and me, and trust me, Reese and I had words about this. I lifted a brow. You're mad at me? He shook his head, eyes shuddering. Cassian. He just held up his hands in a silent order to continue. I sighed and began again. It was only after I'd gotten through 15 repetitions and was panting heavily that Cassian said, You didn't think you were essential. You saved our asses, yes. But you didn't think you were essential here. One, two, one, two, one, two. I'm not. He opened his mouth. But I charged ahead, speaking around my gasp of breath. You all have a duty. You, you're all vital. Yes, I have my own abilities, but 
you and Azriel were hurt. My sisters were, you know what happened to them. I did what I could to get us out. I'd rather it was me than any of you. I couldn't have lived with the alternative. His upraised hands were unfaltering as I pummeled them. Anything could have happened to you at the spring court. I stopped them. If Reese isn't grilling me with the overprotected bullshit, then I don't see why you don't for one moment think that Reese was, wasn't beside himself with worry. Oh, he seems collected enough, Farah, but I know him. And every moment you were gone, he was in a panic. Yes, he knew. We knew you could handle yourself, but it doesn't stop us from worrying. But why was Reese off somewhere? I don't understand. Okay, back to the story. I shook out my sore hands, then rubbed my already aching arms. You were mad at him too? If I hadn't been healing, I would have kicked his ass from one end of Valeris to the other. I didn't reply. We were all terrified for you. I managed just fine. Of course you did. We knew you would, but Cassian crossed his arms. Reese pulled the same 50 years ago when he went to that damned party Amarantha threw. Oh. Oh. I'll never for- forget it, you know, he said, blowing out of breath. The moment when he spoke to us all, mind to mind, when I realized what was happening and that he saved us, trapped us here, and tied our hands, but he scratched at his temple. It went quiet in my head in a way it hadn't been before. Not since Cassian squinted at the cloudless sky. Even with utter hell unleashing here across our territory, I just went quiet. He tapped the side of his head with a finger and frowned. After Hybern, the healer kept me asleep while she worked on me, on my wings. So when I woke up two weeks later, that's when I heard. And when Moore told me what happened to you, it went quiet again. I swallowed against the constriction of my throat. You found me when I needed you the most, Cassian. Pleased to be of service. He gave me a grim smile. You can rely on us, you know, both of you. He's inclined to do what everything himself, to give everything of himself. He can't stand to let anyone else offer up anything. That smile faded. Neither can you. Aww. They all got trauma. They both got trauma where they want to deal with everything. Not that I can say anything. I'm in the exact same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, like, but I don't understand. And Cassie's like, I've been through this before with yeah. Reese and it sucked. Yep. Farrah asked Cassian if he was able to let others help him in general. <laughs> Not after his energy injury, just in general. I'm cool. Cassian reminded Farrah it was a part of his job as a general. I have to delegate tasks all the time. Yep. Farrah countered that Reese assigned them jobs. Cassian said that during dangerous t- events, Reese always tried to bear the brunt of it. So the ones he loved didn't have to. Farrah knew this to be true. Nesta showed up to the training grounds. <laughs> she pops up. She's like, what are we doing here? When Cassian asked her if she wanted to join, Nesta pointed out it didn't look like much training was going on. Gosh. <laughs> Cassian and Nesta began bickering. Uh-huh. Farrah used the bond to beg Reese to come <laughs> save her from the two fighting. Reese told Farrah he couldn't right now. 
because he was in the meeting in a meeting with the governors of the palaces. Okay, so I have an issue with this. One, who are these people? Why are they not mentioned? What is their titles? What do they do? Well, I think if we were in Reese's head the whole time, we would know. But like, they're never mentioned again. They're apparently important to some to something. Also, in another, why are they having a meeting like this when when we were in Acomath and Reese was trying to <laughs> get in Farrah's pants? He would have dropped anything. He's to- got her now. He would have ring on that finger. Yeah, she ain't going anywhere. Like he <laughs> he was like. She's talking to me. I need to go. Also, the stakes are a little bit higher as far as the war goes right now. But what does the governors of the palaces have to do with it? I don't anything? know what that means. I don't either, because you know what? They don't explain the it. Governors of the palaces. What palaces? I don't know. Maybe it's later in the book. I don't think so. I we'll don't see. remember. Seconds later... Asriel came flying down. <laughs> Reese told Farah he sent another pretty face to save her, even though it wasn't as pretty as his. Who are we gonna call? Asriel. Asriel attempted to convince the group he arrived early to train Farah, but he's not the best liar. <laughs> and I love how Asriel is so bad at lying, but he's supposed to be, you know, a top spy. But he's like, <laughs> I think he just found himself. <laughs> Reese was like, okay, I'm the high lord now. Every All my friends going to have jobs. Uh-huh. Um, Cassian, war general. Moore, you are the Morgan, my right-hand man. Well, not my right hand. Amron, you're my right-hand man. <laughs> Moore, you're my other hand. My left one. You're, you're the queen of the night court. You're the queen of the court of nightmares. You're, of you're the night my, court. You're my figurehead. Thank you. Yeah, you're, you are the face of the night court more yeah. and she's like yes and he's like azrael <laughs> spy <laughs> spy <laughs> like and azrael's like okay cassian what do spies do and spy like and cassian like breaks out like comic books and stuff or like the whiteboard <laughs> he's like I'm I, I expect like if michael scott was to do a little <laughs> seminar on how to be a spy on how to be a spy <laughs> It's canon. Not the <laughs> not the spot movie that he had. <gasps> yes. <laughs> That's why I was picturing Steve Carell. But yeah. That's it. And Reese is like, I just meant use the shadows you have. And Cassie is like, no, no, no. no, no, no. I got this. <laughs> He's like, we got a cool outfit going on. Moore's on it, remember? <laughs> She's got a good in with all the shops. Oh. Azrael walks out in like full <laughs> leather. It's like two sizes too small. And Cassie's like, you can barely walk in. Cassie's it. like, mm, that'll do. <laughs> he has a mask. <laughs> this guy. If y'all ever wondered what happened the first few days of uh, the night courts of the Reese. night courts beginnings, the yeah. origins of the night court, the origins of Reese, that and true American <laughs> Some karaoke, yeah. It's canon. Asriel took Farah to train by the water. He waited for her to literally make her wings. And Farah morphed them from memory. Asriel instructed her on how to shape them to be able to fly. Asriel paid her many compliments on her her ability before resuming their training. Uh, good, good job, Farah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's because you're a painter and you got so many details right. She's such a great painter too. So, <laughs> so, 
<laughs> we need to like write down all the like weird things that aren't canon but should be. Yeah. Feyre is a horrible painter. Mm-hmm. The origins of the Night Court. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, what else was there? I don't know. There's a lot of Cassian and Azriel stuff. But. There is because they're just fun. Yeah. Just shenanigans all the shenanigans time. Shenanigans all, all the, time. the time. That's the end. But here's our bonus topic for the day. I'm waiting on the truck to pass. That's what oh, I'm do doing. Do you have something? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the end. That's the end. <laughs> what happens next? No one knows. We haven't read that far. All right. What? If you had to know the origins of any other court, what would it be? Who do you think was scrambling to figure out what to do? I mean, I think Helion would be a fun little I love glimpse. Helion. Yeah. Because he's kind of like a man whore. Yeah. Just a little bit. But like, there's some backstory there. Yeah. That evidently we haven't gotten into yet. No, we haven't. It's okay. I forgot I had taken it from the other vantage point earlier. Uh Uh-huh. I think that would be fun. Yeah, Helion. Causing hell. He does have a unicorn, which I find (gasps) super interesting that I learned in Silver Flames. And I'm like... Yes. Everything's so light and fluffy, but it's always like screamo music playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the summer court for you. Not the summer court. The dawn. The court. dawn court. Day. Day. Dawn. Day court. I was Helion. Day. Is he day court? Yeah, because we know nothing about the dawn one. What do they do? What does the dawn court do? What power did they give? Farrah? The light. I think. I don't know where she gets any of her powers. <laughs> I think Feyre is too powerful. She is. She's one of those uh, anime characters that are super that are is go super saiyan with the power of friendship <laughs> <laughs> and uh-huh. never gets defeated. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> I do like the poison apple thing where she's like, oh, "I'm essentially human now. This was so tough." <laughs> And yet climbs a mountain and doesn't pant. Like, mm-hmm. I'm calling, there's there's a few things with SJM novels that, like, with her, she hypes things up and then, like, she comes back and she says something and I'm like, wait a minute. Hold up. That doesn't make any sense. You're gonna have to give me another one. <sighs> I didn't want to spoil it now, but I might as well. Okay, so I asked you, I'll ask you again. How long do you think a high fae Oh. Or not a high fae. But how long do you think a fae could plank for? I said 69 minutes, but now I'm saying 69 hours. You think so? Can I tell you how long Cassian can plank for? Because mm-hmm. it's mentioned in Silver Flames. Mm-hmm. Five minutes! Dude. With those guns? <laughs> Only five? Five minutes. So, yeah, like, there was a lot of times while reading Silver Flames, I was like... What makes them so much better than humans if that's as much <laughs> as they can do? If, if that's the goal, then well achieved. That's like, what he tells Nesta. He's like, Nesta. He's like bragging. I can play for five minutes. Yeah, because she's like, why are we doing planks? And he's like, I do for five minutes. How long can you do them for? And I'm like, really? And she's like, six. <laughs> yeah. It takes Nesta seven years to get down the <laughs> stairs of the House of Wind. But she's determined. She's going to do it. She needs to get out. I'm just saying. Like, their physical abilities, it's like either it's super mm-hmm. 
overhyped, like overpowerful, or it's barely even decent for a human and there's no in between. It's like SJM gave them like these really ridiculous abilities and was like, wait, we need to take them down a couple of notches. And she was like, Cassian, this all powerful Illyrian warrior war general. I just don't can think plank she, for five minutes. I don't think she knows that people can plank for five minutes in the real world. I'm starting know. to suspect that. I don't think SJM is a physical girl. I don't know. Because sometimes I'll be reading like the training stuff and I'm like, you ripped this off this movie. You've ripped this off this that movie. That might be it. I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of things have a lot of thought put in them, mm-hmm. especially at like this point or like yeah. Silver Flames point. Yeah. Stuff like that, I don't think a lot of thought was put Silver into. Silver Flames is a fever dream and you cannot tell me any different. It I definitely know, is. I love it. I know everybody <laughs> else. I know a lot of people who absolutely love Silver Flames and I'm just like, man, this makes no flipping sense. <laughs> you gotta just like fully invest yourself in the characters. You can't be looking for anything else. Yeah. But I know what you were going to do. You were going to do the mate count at the end of this episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we may be updating like every episode from now on. I just forgot. Oh, geez. Of how many times. We'll see. It may be after every recording session. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, and this could be false if somebody's like, it's approximated. It's approximated because I'm one person and I wasn't going back and double checking myself because that's work that you I... You can only roll your eyes so many times before they get stuck like that. <laughs> exactly. So they have said mate 35 times. <gasps> In the first 200 pages? Yes. In the first 200 pages? <laughs> and they've said mating bond six times. And I'm not even counting the times where they just say the bond. When they say specifically mating bond. Mm -hmm. So that's 41 times that the word mate is technically used. Too much. Too much. Find another word. Find another word. Make it better. It's a lot. (laughs) And it's like, what kills me is a lot of these, the word mate is used like three times on one page. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why? So if you just wanted to kill your liver, do the drinking game. If you see the word mate, pop one back. You will die, but you might might have a fun time. (laughs) Like the first couple and then... Yeah, so if you can read 200 pages in a day, that's 30. (laughs) That's 41 shots. No, no one do that. 10 out of 10, do not recommend. (laughs) Like, start in the morning, get you some, you know, tequila or something to sit on the side. And keep in mind, most of these were in the last 100 pages of the 200 pages we read. So by like... 8 p.m. You were just you were on the floor, <laughs> dead. <laughs> you're dead. Yeah. If you're lucky, you might get to go to the hospital. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah, don't. Maybe just take a sippity sip. Anyway, that's that's where we're gonna end it. That's today. where we're gonna end it. So keep in mind, mate count <laughs> 41 right now. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Okay, I guess that wraps it up for today. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Let's Call It Nothing Pod, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.